wow. We, we watch in wonderment as we see these high-tech firms just explode in value, in valuations. We wonder, how, how could we do that? How could we make a difference in the world and get that kind of valuation? Well, today you are in for a very special treat. I've got a remarkable individual who's joining us, Peter Diamandis. Peter was recently recognized by Fortune Magazine as one of the top 50 world leaders because he's making a difference around the world. And, and much of it is helping other entrepreneurs just like us stop thinking about you know, just this incremental growth, but how we can do it exponentially, how we can stop thinking about local and look at globally how we can make a huge difference and do well by doing it. You do not want to miss this podcast. Stay tuned. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold. Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Peter, I am so excited to have you joining us here today and, and to share you with other fellow like-minded entrepreneurs who want to grow their business exponentially. So thank you, first of all, for joining us. Pleasure to be here, John. Well, let's get started right away, Peter. I mean, one of the things that, you know, you don't wake up wanting to help other people, entrepreneurs grow exponentially. How did this all come about? You're out there. I mean, you are making a difference and it's hard to catch you at any moment because you're out there doing so many things. It's, uh, it's an amazing time to be alive where the rate I'm seeing opportunities is exploding and the ability to really do extraordinary things on this planet is grander than ever, right? We're we're now living in a day and age where a guy and a gal in the garage, the proverbial entrepreneurs, can start a company, product, or a service that can impact a billion people in a decade. And that's amazing. And that's really when I mentor entrepreneurs, whether it's at Singularity University or in my Abundance 360 uh, uh, group, I am focused on this is how you touch the lives of a billion people. And the notion that, you know, the best way to become a billionaire is help a billion people. That beautiful symmetry that the world's biggest problems are the world's biggest business opportunities um, is come, you know, full circle. And so my life has been one about draw, about following my dreams, about following my passions, and about seeing how with each new company, and it really is, I think it's 15, 16, 17, something like that right now, with each new company being able to take a bigger swing at the bat, taking the lessons I've learned and really saying, okay, how do we do this now at massive scale? Well, and, and so, Peter, one of the things I want to do is I want to make sure, you know, during the podcast that we're sharing your story because it's, it's so inspiring. But at the same time, I want to take some of the lessons learned. And when I first met you and I, I read your book, Abundance, and got introduced from our good friends, Joe Polish and Dan Sullivan, uh, strategic coach and Genius Networks. And, and it was they were so blown away with your ability to think big. And I got to tell you that uh, most of us as entrepreneurs don't think about that scale and, you know, making a difference. I mean, there's 7 billion people on the, the planet. And to think of, we're oftentimes just thinking of one person we're going to sell something to instead of that billion. How do, how do you help other entrepreneurs go through that mindset shift? 
Well, so, I mean, my story is one of uh, a serial entrepreneur, right? I, I grew up passionate about spaceflight and uh, have started majority of my companies in the space arena. Started two universities, International Space University and most recently Singularity University. Uh, have started, started a company called Zero Gravity that does parabolic flights. We train NASA's astronauts. Another company called Space Adventures takes people to the space station. And those were great. And I got, you know... Because they were driven by my inner passion and they were big, bold concepts, they were things I didn't let go of easily. And they took a decade each, Zero-G and Space Adventures and the XPRIZE Foundation, uh, to get built and awarded. But I didn't give up. And I realized that you can do things at huge scale. It just takes some time and it takes some dedication. And that time is being reduced because of the ability of this, you know, massively interconnected, hyperconnected world and exponential technologies. But at the same time, it does take really finding things that you're passionate about to make a big difference in the world. So I'm talking to entrepreneurs, the first thing is do not do something just for the money. You know, you really need to be doing something because in your heart and your soul, it's your purpose and mission in life. And if you don't know what your purpose and mission is, go and find it. Because ultimately you will give up before you get to the final point because doing anything big and bold in the world is hard. You could be lucky and you could be using, you know, the cutting edge technology. I mean, the rate at which we're going from I've got an idea to I run a billion dollar company is faster than ever before, right? WhatsApp, Airbnb, you know, Palmer Lucky with Oculus VR going from a Kickstarter campaign to being bought out by Facebook for $2 billion in 18 months. You know, amazing stuff. But the majority of people, even though the rate is getting faster, it still takes a good amount of time to build your business. And if you don't love it, you'll give up before you cross that chasm or get that, that critical break that you need. So important. We see it over and over again. If you can combine that passion and as an entrepreneur, you have something you're really passionate about. And then you also have a group of people you want to be a hero to and you bring those together you can you can fight through so much of this adversity, and you know, Peter. One one of the things I'd like to go back to because you know everybody thinks you know they read about someone like yourself as an overnight success, and you've shared some of the stories along the way with me. And I, I know you know there's this concept. Let me play this segment. That life intrudes, and no one gets out of life unscarred. And the, the part I'm thinking about is. You know, you became very famous. The awareness went up tremendously with XPRIZE. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that happened, I don't know what, what was the period of the prize, maybe 10 days or something like that? And, well, the, but yeah, it took I mean, a little longer to create that whole thing than 10 days is the point. I Maybe share a little of that story because I think this, as entrepreneurs, you know, the build up and the big wow isn't, Overnight, it takes a little bit of prep work, and you've certainly been preparing for some of the big successes you've been having. Yeah, so the year is 94. I had um, been given a copy of The Spirit of St. Louis by a good friend of mine, Greg Marinak, to inspire me to finish my pipes license. And I read the book. It's an amazing book, won the Pulitzer Prize in 54. And in, back in 1994, I said, okay, I had no idea Lindbergh crossed the Atlantic in 1927 to win a $25,000 prize. And that $25,000 prize had inspired nine different teams who spent 400000 bucks. And I said, okay, I'm going to create a prize for private spaceflight. And 
I said, $10 million is enough money to inspire the entrepreneurs, but not the governments. And so in 96, I went on stage under the arch in St. Louis with the head of NASA, 20 astronauts, the Lindbergh family, everybody I could gather. And I had spent two years getting interested in this idea to announce this prize. I didn't have $10 million, but I was so certain it would be easy to raise the 10 million bucks mm -hmm. that I took the risk. And so May 18th, 96, announced this worldwide press around the announcement. I go out to try and raise the money. First person, no. Second person, no. 10th person, no. 30th person, no. 150 people in, right? So I had gone to Fred Smith and Richard Branson and every major philanthropist and people was like, you know, private space flight? Because for the $10 million, you'd have to build a private spaceship, no government involvement, and carry three people up 100 kilometers, land safely, and within two weeks do it again. And it was incredibly challenging and people said, well, isn't someone gonna die trying? And no one wanted to take the risk and I was so shocked by how risk adverse we had gotten. And it finally, you know, it took me the better part of six years finally finding the Ansari family uh, who put up the cash. There's a long story there. What I can tell you is all my friends, all my family, everyone's saying, give it up, isn't gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And it was really just refusing to stop that got me to the finish line. And of course, the Ansari X Prize was won. Uh, Virgin Galactic came out of it. We rewrote the reg regulations. We have driven billions of dollars of investment into this field. And it really is the beginning of the private spaceflight industry. Well, and you didn't stop there too, Peter. One of the things that I, I love is you, you carry these ideas through into X Prize. I don't know how many prizes now. And then Hero X, where you're making a new company available for more, you know, one's not for profit and one for profit. And it's really just expanding on things that are working. Yeah, we um, when the X Prize was won, Google changed the Google Doodle to Spaceship One flying over the Doodle, and I was invited to the Googleplex um, where I met Larry Page, became friends. Larry, who's now the CEO there, joined our my board at X Prize and funded a number of our prizes, uh, but then expanded the board to include Elon Musk and uh, folks like James Cameron and and Ray Kurzweil. Puffington, amazing group, and we now launch two or three $10 million to $30 million global competitions to solve the world's biggest problems. But because we can only launch a couple of prizes, I'm a, as, a, as you said, you know, I love entrepreneurship. I said there's got to be a better way, and XPRIZE is amazing. It's a gold standard, but I partnered with a couple of friends, and we created a platform called HeroX. You can go to H-E-R-O-X.com, and HeroX is a platform where anyone can design and launch a competition. So it can be a competition in your town, in your company, in your industry, in your region, anywhere. And it's really about the realization that if you're looking for a true breakthrough, it comes from non-traditional places. You know, I define the expert as the guy or gal who can tell you exactly how it can't be done. And incentive pro competitions bring in everybody. And you only pay the winner after they pulled it off, it's hyper efficient, highly leveraged, and really drives breakthroughs. Yeah, and, and this is and one of the reasons why I wanted to just cover this. This is just one of the many strategies, Peter, that you shared with us at the last mastermind group, the Abundance 360. And let me put up the Hero X. Uh, you know, this is because we can use this as entrepreneurs to leverage this. 
in our own businesses. And, and that's really where the power is. Peter, when I look at, why don't we touch on the Abundance 360, uh, some of the strategies that you're using to help yeah. fellow entrepreneurs? Because you know, I was hanging out with you and Marina Del Rey, and we all left with you know, a big notebook full of ideas, and I'm out executing. I mean, part of it is this. What we're doing is the ability to use technology to, to get your message out in today's world has never been better. So this actually comes through, you know, the inspiration from uh, Dan Sullivan and Joe Polish, again, very close friends. And I have been extraordinarily lucky. I mean, incredibly lucky as an entrepreneur to have the partnership and backing from the most amazing entrepreneurs on the planet, right? I mean, my board at XPRIZE are, have the top entrepreneurs on planet Earth. I've got the backing in my asteroid mining company. I can actually say that with a straight face. I have well, an asteroid mining company. Yeah, I mean, not, not very many people could say that, Peter. <laughs> I do remember when you said that. I didn't know whether you were joking or telling me the truth, but you, well, it, you made a lot a, of progress. Yeah, we have a launch coming up in three months. Uh, we're backed by Larry Page, Mark Andreessen, Ross Perot Jr., Eric Schmidt, Richard Branson. I mean, you know, we have 13 billionaires that have um, uh, provided the seed funding or later funding uh, for our venture going forward. And then most recently co-founded a company called Human Longevity Inc. Again, backed by a group of billionaires. We are adding 30 to 40 healthy human years onto a, a person's lifespan. Our goal is make 100 years old than you 60. Um, doing that with Craig Venter and Bob Hariri. And the ability to think at this scale, and these are both trillion with a T, trillion dollar industries, right? And it, and everything from my small company called PhD Ventures, where we do five to 10 million a year of revenue to, to Planetary Resources, Singularity University, Human Longevity Inc., that full spectrum, I love it all. I love the creative process. And so what I bring, if people are interested, you can go to a360.com is the website for Abundance 360 Summit, A. 360.com. Yeah, I'm going to and, put it on the screen here, Peter, sure. so you can see and, it here. Um, and be careful, there's a pop-up video there. But, um, you know, the fact is, my goal is, what I did with Dan was agreed for the next 25 years, I have committed to coaching a group of 250 CEOs. And once it's filled, it's filled. We're at just about 200 now. And for every January, my goal for yourself, John, and for the other members is I spend the year looking at what is the coolest technology out there in robotics, in data mining, data gathering, in virtual worlds, in uh, 3D printing, uh, in building communities, in sensor networks, the stuff that you might not think is relevant to you, but completely is. And so my job is to gather all this information, make it really simple to understand, and then provide a mechanism for you to use it. Yeah. And, and well, yeah. And it's so powerful, Peter, because what, what I love is I can have one spot. I mean, this is when Dan was telling me, he, Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach was working with you, and Dan's a top coach of you know, entrepreneurs really around the world. And Dan called me up and we were talking about this, and you know, I just love the idea that, you know, you made the 25-year commitment that I have one spot that I can go to that I can really see all these advance because you're in the center of all this. And then and it wasn't just, you know, for those of you who should be there with the 50 spots left over, it, what, what's really key is it's not just 
you know, a fire hose of ideas. There is a lot of ideas and everything else, but it's taking time and brainstorming with the fellow entrepreneurs there. And you created the structure to really think this through. So we actually curate who's there, right? We have uh, probably one in 20 people end up uh, coming into the program. We are really looking for people like yourself who are out to, and our, our massively transformative purpose is to create extraordinary wealth while we create a world of abundance. Right. It's people who have the wherewithal who want to play big, want to go 10 times bigger, but also want to do good for the world. And it's that relationship um, that I'm looking to do. I want to build friendships and relationships with these people because ultimately your ability to do something at scale is is based on the community you have around you who support your vision, who support what you want to do, who understand your passion and so this is a community I am going to work with, and my job is to bring you the coolest stuff, right? I'm going to be bringing in uh, Craig Venter and Bob Hariri to talk about Human Longevity, Inc., and then show you these are the breaking technologies that could add 20 or 30 years on your life. You want to have your full genome sequenced, your microbiome, your metabolome, your proteome, understand what's going on, how to, you know, believe me, this is the cutting edge medical stuff. We have the top venture capitalists, the top corporations backing us. And we are the largest genome sequencing facility on planet Earth. And I guess since I could say around the, around the universe too, but on planet Earth. And, yeah. and my job is to make this stuff available to you first. Well, but it's also to inspire you to think at that scale and give you the tools to think at that scale. And I, I think that's so important. That's really why I wanted to do the podcast, whether you're watching us on video or the audio version. You know, this is, there's so many things going on in the world, Peter, and you're in the center of the technology and philanthropy. I, you know, I see you bringing that together and the, the impact you're having. What I'd like to do is, why well, would go to this and talk about what you're, you're most passionate about now. I mean, one of the, I always feel when I'm talking with you, I, I joke about this as a slacker, and I, I think I work pretty hard, but I mean, you just magnify it. And this is one of the things I'm learning from you is the, the ability to magnify and enroll people and, and leverage the technology. And this is for all of us fellow entrepreneurs. This is a big deal if you can do that. But Peter, what, what are you passionate about now? What's, it, what's the f focus you're on? So uh, a number of things. I mean, I have my – I've taken – there are two books that I'm working on. Uh, one is called Bold, and it's focused on entrepreneurs. And the subtitle is How Exponential Entrepreneurs Will Impact the World. And Bold is really uh, – it's coming out in February this year, and it's broken into three parts. The first is really a how to use the most – usable, deceptive, moving to disruptive exponential technology. So I focus in on how to use 3D printing, how to use sensors and networks and data and data mining and AI and robotics. And what's the update? What are the coolest companies you should be using? In the second part of the book, and this is co-written with a great friend and author, Stephen Kotler, on the second part of the book, I'm focused on the notion of mindset. How do you look and think on a global scale? So I interview Larry Page, the CEO of Google, Elon Musk, Tesla and SpaceX, Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, and really understand how do they think at a global scale. And then I go and I interview Astro Teller who runs Google X, Google Skunk Works, 
and do research on how Lockheed Skunk Works worked and pull it all together into a set of fundamentals for an entrepreneur who's building a small or medium-sized company uh, to, to really transform the world. And the third part is I do a detailed look at the most powerful crowdsourcing approaches, crowdfunding, how to create incentive competition. So I've run multi-million dollar crowdfunding campaigns and everything I've learned, I make it bite-sized and usable there. Uh, how to use the best crowdsourcing platforms, how to design and run incentive competition. So I love teaching that stuff. And I'm really excited about this book coming out. And then the other thing I'm excited about is a book I've co-written or worked, supported Salim Ismail called Exponential Organizations. And this is really how, how there is a new breed of companies coming into existence. And these are the companies that go from I've got an idea to I run a billion dollar company and are doing that 18 months, two years, three years. Why and how do they do that? What's going on now? Because at the same rate those companies are exploding, you've got you know, the statistic from the Olin School of Business is that in the next decade, 40%, right, four out of 10 of today's Fortune 500 companies will no longer exist. So that's a massive attrition rate. And it's really, as these entrepreneurs are creating disruptive approaches, that most CEOs who've got quarterly returns and they're worried about their stock prices are blind to. No, I, I mean, that, I, I can't wait to read both of them, Peter. It's going to be exciting. And, you know, I, I, I look at the, uh, you know, the, the bold and you're sharing some of the vision here and elsewhere. And it's, it, it, you know, it's just, I, I'm so, I mean, this is where, you know, abundance, uh, just, you can't have, not have an abundance mindset because, there's just so much opportunity. There's never been a better time to be an entrepreneur. There has never been a better time. And it's, I pinch myself, right? When I think about the stuff I'm involved with and I'm working on, uh, and it's insane, right? I mean, the stuff that we have the ability to do, just sitting here on this call, you know, taking for granted the bandwidth and this level of quality of, of video Skyping and the fact that we can be touching thousands of people around the world instantly I mean, you know, well, it's and a at almost and almost no cost too. I mean, effectively, yeah, effectively no cost, and it's a miracle. And that we, you know, and if we're delayed by ten seconds, we're pissed. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> it's insane, but it's also allowing us to take huge swings at the bat and do things that are meaningful in life. And so, and I pitch myself. I was in, you know, I travel way too much, and I was in um, Seattle yesterday at my asteroid mining company, and I was looking at the hardware we're building. And it's extraordinary. We have taken the cost of a spacecraft, a deep space spacecraft, that would have normally cost a half a billion dollars, $500 million, down to a couple of million. We 3D print the tankage. We are using laser communications. We have built everything in-house. I mean, it is shocking. And we're going after trillion-dollar asteroids. It's nuts. Well, it's and, uh it's just so amazing. I was thinking of the picture I saw with you and Elon Musk in the SpaceX capsule, too. I mean, yeah. you, know, you know, what you're building for the asteroids and Elon's doing for, you know, instead of NASA doing it so we don't have to pay the Russians to go do it. And he's doing it at a, a small fraction of the cost. I mean, these are things that most people couldn't imagine even today. And, and it's, it's so hard, right, because we are linear thinkers. We take the past and we project it into the future even during a period of time that is rapid and exponential. And 
and it blindsides us. So, you know, I'll give an example. I'm very interested in AI, very interested in robotics. And so I think about the autonomous car, right? I, um, mm-hmm. I know the team who built the Google autonomous car. I've ridden in the car a number of times. I have, you know, I'm very clear about where they're going. And at the same time that Google's autonomous cars come online, uh, every major automotive company in the world has announced an autonomous car. And so we're going to have autonomous, uh, full autonomy very soon, within the next five years. Uh, and then there's a company that just came out called Cruise that retrofits your car for 10K to make it autonomous. Pretty cool. But once we have autonomous cars, it changes so much, <laughs> right? I mean, we don't, if you have an autonomous car, you don't actually need to own a car. You have access to a car because you need a Ferrari on Friday night for a date. Great. You call the Ferrari. It comes, picks you up, takes you on a date. You know, you've got friends and family coming in. You're in an SUV the next day. You got that. And, you know, so you have access to a car. Like, you don't need to actually have all the servers in your office. You have cloud storage. And so we're going to the shared economy, but it changes a lot of other things. So you don't need a garage anymore or a driveway or parking lots because the cars don't park. They go do something useful while you're not using them. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a car today. It depreciates for 96% of the day and you may be driving for 4%. That's insane. You know, and if the cars were autonomous, you could put eight times as many on a road. So you don't build new roads. You know, is Caterpillar concerned about that or the construction companies? I mean, there's lots of interesting, and by the, by the way, the cars no longer crash, so you don't need a 5,000-pound SUV driving a 120-pound woman around. They can be a 1,000-pound car, and consequently, you don't use as much fuel. I mean, and so all of these interesting permutations occur. And one other thing, on top of Google's autonomous car is a LIDAR, a laser imaging radar that's generating 750 megabytes of data per second. It sees everything as you go down the street. That's how it avoids you know, running over a squirrel or a person or a car. And while it's imaging everything as it's going down the street, it's creating a record of everything. Two million cars, just 1% of the cars on the road, generating 750 megabytes per second day in and day, uh, and, and day out, you know, you're going to have a visual record of everything that's occurred on every street, but it doesn't stop there, right? Because you got satellites, you got drones, you got Google Glass. As an entrepreneur, you're going to be able to know anything you want, anytime you want, anywhere you want. We have private uh, privacy is dead, and we're going to have access to knowledge and and to know anything you want. It's there's so much change coming that people are blind to, oh. and so my job is to slow it down. Well and, and, well, and to help us as entrepreneurs, yeah. just as you're doing it, to make sense of it. Because I, you know, I just see, you know, I was doing, we've got a data mining project that we're working on now. And it's just the information that's available today. It's both scary from a privacy, but there, because there is no privacy, as you said, but there's also so much opportunity to bring the right people together like never before. Well, yeah. you know, Peter, what I, I want to bring it down. You know, we've been up in the asteroids, uh, space, and so on. Let's bring it down to just a simple invention, you know, a smartphone. And sure. let's go to the next segment here. And I, I want to go, yeah, you travel a fair amount, I know. And, uh, you know, what are some of the smartphone applications? Is there anyone in particular that jumps out at you? I mean, 
obviously I use my my basics all the time. Um, you know, I will. It's really the smartphone applications are about gathering useful information and making it available to you right then and right there. You know, I love the uh, TED Talk app because if I have 15 minutes available in a cab or on the runway, whatever, I might listen to a TED Talk. I mean, constant education is absolutely critical. There's one of, at Singularity University, I'm the executive chairman of this university, we drive the development of lots of different companies called uh, 10 to the 9th plus companies. And one of the companies uh, started by a an ex-rock star uh, is called Focus at Will. And what... Um, what Will, the creator of Focus at Will, uh, figured out was that certain music allows you to concentrate better. And so if you can tune in to Focus at Will, you can listen to music that will allow you to write or work in a noisy environment far more efficiently, and, and it becomes addictive. He has an average of like five hours a day per user. You know, I love ways for navigating, and obviously all, all the basics. I mean, from my standpoint, we're just at the earliest days of the smartphone and the app that's going to be coming online soon enough is going to be beyond Siri. It's going to be the next generation of artificial intelligence and, and probably will be what Google's first version of it is where you give that app the ability to listen to what you're saying, read your emails, watch what you're eating and it advises you and provides you just in time information. So the simplest thing there is I have a, a gear watch uh, from Samsung and I have, you know, a, a Note 3 watt phone. You know, I love the I, the design ethic of iPhone, but, you know, Larry and Google is such an amazing sponsor. And I do believe ultimately open source will win hands down over, over closed systems. Uh, but this watch is amazing. And I love the biometric monitoring. And I think that apps that I'm starting to use are to gamify my day so I walk versus drive where I can and really, you know, make sure I get to 10,000 or 20,000 steps in a day. And that's, you know, those are small things that make a difference in my life. No, that's great. And I mean, a lot, and I, I will download the focus at will, all the other ones I'm using and they're, they're, I am in total agreement. Let me go to the next segment. Okay, Peter, this is the book of the day, and I warned you I wasn't going to let you go and name some other book. I want to, I'm going to put up your screen on the screen, Amazon uh, Abundance, and, and this is a book that I loved, and this is before I met Peter, I read this book, and it just, it, it really changed my life and mindset, and I want to encourage people, but Peter, just give kind of a, you know, what was the motivation of writing this? We, we touched on well, it earlier, but it's a yeah, big deal. So I, I thank you for asking me. It's, um, it was my realization that we're living during an extraordinary time, right? And most people are watching way too much news that I consider a drug pusher, pushing, pushing negative news 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right? They, the, what I call the crisis news network, not uh, whatever the CNN actually stands for. Crisis news network is delivering every murder, every warfare on the planet in high definition into your living room over and over and over again. And it gives us a very negative view of the world. But if you look at the actual data, the world is getting much better. And so if you're interested, if you go to AbundanceHub.com, AbundanceHub.com, you can sign up for my blogs. I put out three blogs a week, 
Uh, one is what is the coolest technology breakthrough and how do you use it? Like right now I have uh, a, I just did a webinar on how to, how to create an, you know, if you have an app in your mind that you want to create to build a business around, how do you do that? And I have a, a blog coming out this weekend on how to write an app, how to create an app really fast, really quick, very efficiently. I also then do two blogs a week, one called Evidence for Abundance and one called Stories of Abundance. So it turns out that over the last hundred years, the world has gotten extraordinarily better. The cost of food has dropped 13-fold, energy has dropped 20-fold, transportation has dropped 100-fold. The human lifespan has more than doubled. The per capita income for every nation on this planet has more than tripled. And what abundance does is it shows you where we're heading at an extraordinary rate. Uh, about two years after I wrote Abundance, a cover of The Economist came out that said towards the end of poverty. And it shows this plummeting of global poverty. We've taken a billion and a half people out of extreme poverty. We're taking another billion and a half out over the next 15 to 20 years. And so I'm actually reissuing Abundance in September with a brand new appendix called New Evidence for Abundance. And it is a brand new set of data showing us how the world is getting safer, the women's education and women's equality and, and freedom and democracy, reduction in violence, all these things are going up in an amazing fashion. And while you may get this view that the world is getting worse from the news media, they're doing that because you pay attention 10 times more to negative news than positive news. And so politicians and news media use that to grab your attention. And you just have to like say no, I'm not. I'm going to listen to the news that's relevant to me, and I'm going to realize that we are blessed to live in this extraordinary world of abundance, and I'm grateful for it every day. Yeah, and I, I am as well, Peter, and I do get all your blogs, and I love getting them because that, that brings it together. Let's go to the last segment here. Peter, I, with all, everything you got going on in life, I'm going to ask you to go down to one insight that you're going to share with your fellow entrepreneurs that's going to help them really accelerate their success exponentially. Sure, sure. So here's one insight. It comes from my interviews at Google, talking to Larry, but also talking to Astro Teller, who runs Google X. And it's the concept of moonshot thinking. And it's a very important concept. So the majority of people out there, the majority of entrepreneurs, you're in your slog, you're trying to get better, whatever. Most of us are trying to go 10% bigger. You know, this month, this year, I'm going to grow my business 10, 20%. That is a very linear mindset. And if you're trying to grow your, your company in a linear fashion, you know, 20% bigger, you're in a smartness competition with everybody else who's trying to grow 10 or 20% bigger. What the team at, at Google X, what the team at Lockheed Skunk Works talk about is no, we want you to take a shot at 10 times bigger. Because when you try and say, okay, what does 10 times bigger look like next year? Not 10% bigger. I'm talking about in a compressed fashion, right? What is a revolutionary breakthrough, crazy idea? Because the day before something is a crazy idea, the day before something is truly a breakthrough, it's a crazy idea. So what if in your parlance is a crazy idea? Set that stake and go after it because sometimes, or most times, it's not usually 100 times harder to go 10x bigger compared to 10% bigger. And there's no one there competing with you and you're in an incredible um, 
incredible open opportunity and inspires people. I have to share one small other part with that's connected to that. It comes out of Exponential Organizations, the other book. We talk about moonshot thinking and bold and exponential organizations. With Salim, we talk about what is your massively transformative purpose? So the question is, what is it that drives you? And do people understand it? You know, can you get your massively transformative purpose out there and known? So at Abundance 360, my massively transformative purpose is to help entrepreneurs create extraordinary wealth while they while they work towards a world of abundance, right? It's you can have both. And that's my passion and drive in life. And so Google's MTP is, you know, organizing the world's information. Uh, XPRIZE's MTP, Massively Transformative Purpose, is to make the impossible possible. And, and these are things that are such a bold statement that they, they bring the top entrepreneurs to you, right? At Human Longevity, it's make 100 years old, then you 60. You know, be, build the world's largest genome sequencing facility and make 100 years old, then you 60. And, and it also gives you something to dream about every morning and shoot for and get excited about, you know, when you wake up in the day. So that's some stuff for you. Well, no, wow. Let me, let me bring it all together. Okay, you know, this is, you know, I have taken a lot of notes, Peter. I think I've taken more notes on yours than any other podcast that I've done. But, you know, let me go with the key takeaways that I'd like to share with our fellow entrepreneurs that are really big to me. One is not looking at the past and extrapolating it out to the future to think linear like that. It's, it's really the opportunity for exponential growth, and it's going to happen whether you participate in it or not. True. Number one. Two Think big, think bold, and think passionate. I mean, the enthusiasm you bring to everything that I've ever seen you at, Peter, is just amazing. Uh, but you know, thinking that moonshot, that 10x talk, it, it, it's all the difference. And the third, I'm going to go, and one of the things, I, I think of you as one of the most connected guys I know, and that's so important. And this is that you want to be connected. You can't process this all on your own. Nobody does anything great on their own. And I'm going to recommend as number three is you form a mastermind group or you join a mastermind group. One of the best, Abundance 360 with Peter, you know, just, but you got to do it with someone. So Peter, I mean, those were my big takeaways. I, I want to thank you. This has been extremely valuable for our audience and uh, appreciate all the difference you're making. Thank you, John. A pleasure to be with you. Well, and let's take Peter's ideas and go out and change the world. Your current clients and all those future ones you're going to be able to touch are going to make a huge difference. Wish you the best of success. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com.